0: Hi, my name is Dale McCamish, and we are here with the Wilmington Church Christ Backstory Podcast, which is scaring Mike and Dory to death, because they thought they were just coming to give a baptism testimony tonight. So Mike Burge, Dory in hand. Dorian is going to transfer a membership mm-hmm. to Wilmington Church Christ, and Mike is going to be baptized into Christ, and then possibly join church for membership. Have you been thinking about that too? Yes. Okay. Excellent. Excellent. Um, I am not nervous to talk in front of a microphone, but both Mike and Dorian are a little bit nervous. So uh, bear with us. So uh, I'll ask the first question. Uh, I'll, I'll start with Dorian. Dory, uh, tell me how you fell in love with Jesus.
1: I fell in love with Jesus when I heard about him for the first time when I was seven years old um my first story that i ever heard about jesus was um john the baptist actually baptizing jesus okay and about how many was it 300 and some people got baptized at the same time
0: i don't remember that but that sounds great
1: well i I can't remember what that story is but hearing about how the movement affected so many people made me want to learn more about jesus and why they wanted to be baptized because he was.
0: Excellent. I was I just had a conversation at dinner the other night with a, a couple that asked me about Jesus being baptized. And they said, "Well, Jesus didn't get baptized cuz he was a sinner." Well, no, he mm-hmm. didn't, but he did say, "This fulfills all righteousness." And that's something we can think about, meditate. Why would he say this completes fulfills makes it right with righteousness? And it could be he was just showing us how and what to do, like follow his example. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mike, do you remember when you first heard about Jesus? That's a yes or no question. It's easy.
2: <laughs> first time I've ever heard about Jesus? Yeah. Do you remember that? Um, I would say just from my grandparents or just going to church in general with them or with friends and stuff.
0: Did your grandparents take you to church?
2: Um, sometimes, but more with friends. I used to go with friends when I was in middle school or oh. and stuff like that occasionally.
0: So when you were younger, you didn't go, but mm-hmm. when you got a little older, you did.
2: Yeah. I would say, uh, middle school, some high school, a little bit and like just for, um, some holidays as well. But, you know,
0: that's good friends. Which friends took you? You remember their names? Uh, just first names Zach. are fine.
2: Dylan and Zach. I would, Two different ones: a Baptist church, and then I think I'm not sure where the other one was. To be honest, okay. I know we watched the Passion of the Christ. Then okay, all that one time there with him. That's
0: kind of an intense movie. Yeah, Mel Gibson's Passion. Mm-hmm. And how old were you when you watched that?
2: That was middle school. I was like so maybe sixth sixth grade, actually.
0: Yeah, that's an intense thing to see when you're when you're first learning. Yeah, like, yeah when it was you, like when you saw that movie, what what shocked you the most? Oh, with your middle school mind, like
2: just what they did and what happened to him and how like graphic and just with all the blood and you know it was
0: very graphic he did i it might have been that bloody but Mel gibson made it even more bloody he wanted the blood to be an emphasis in Mm -hmm. in the movie yeah that's graphic. have you seen the passion too i did when did Mm -hmm. you see it
1: i think i was i was nine Nine uh, years yeah, I was old. nine years old. Um, this is an R-rated yeah. movie, people. Right, right. <laughs> and my mom showed it to me because she wanted me to understand uh, the violence that Jesus had experienced and the discrimination that he had experienced. Because I was all in with with God when I found out about him when I was seven. I was immersed. Oh. And just amazed and wanted to know every single thing. And my, even there was questions that I asked my mom that she didn't even know the answer to. So uh, we had this little meeting with the the pastor of the old church that we went to. And uh, he actually is the one that introduced maybe, maybe you should show her that video because she's mature enough to understand. Oh, wow. Because I was asking very difficult questions.
0: They make like... Nine-year-old Jesus cartoons that (laughs) that (laughs) we got to skip ahead of that. Obviously, (laughs) just saying they're out there, people. If anybody's interested, you don't have to start with the Passion of the Christ. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, um, when did you start thinking about Mike? When did you start thinking about you wanted to follow Jesus? Like, it's one thing to see the movie and just be blown away or Mm -hmm. or be interested, but when did you start thinking about following him?
2: Um, I would say, just honestly, around then, or just pretty much a little bit later but it was more of just living by good code being good morals and doing good by others and like just treating others how you want to be treated thing not really too much with the whole spirituality and religion side but living and there's only one god and like that about Jesus and just that kind of aspect
0: so what changed for you so you started following there was a code of conduct that seems to be good for people seems to be helping people but what changed where you started falling in love with jesus himself
2: i would say just with reading the bible more where you need to repent and um be baptized and pray and that that's how you're going to be actually saved and go to the into the kingdom that that side of it really had a big impact that just being a good samaritan and that wouldn't be enough to be into this saved into the
0: yeah that's the perfect gospel explanation. Mm-hmm. No matter how good we are, it's not going to be enough.
2: Yeah, unless you're actually a follower and believer. Yeah, cuz like, Jesus becomes baptized. the
0: goodness, the good enough that we could never obtain. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how hard I try, I'm always going to fail at some point. Like right. even when I get it right sometimes, I'm like, "Oh man, look at me, I got it right." And then that's pride. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I, I know I take a step back, but Jesus did it right every time. And and so when we trust him, just like you said, that's when That's when our salvation is starting to kick in, right? So that's cool. Uh, So what is your church background after that? So you started going with some friends, middle school. You started, like, trying to get it. So did you start going to church then?
2: Mm, Not really because my family and stuff didn't really go besides my grandparents, but they're Catholic and Mm -hmm. really strict and stuff. So, like, didn't really fall into that background and just had, like, a lot of just – not really the best of people around so like i kind of that's why i wanted to be a better person just to not be like that and to be more of like on the righteous side of like what you see in like cartoons and like just the heroes kind of aspect of that to be more for the people or just more for doing treating others how you want to be treated kind of thing and i feel like that's usually worked out best instead of being you know just a bad person. I yeah, yeah. Like it's it, a lot better. The you way feel of good.
0: God does work better mm-hmm, than mm-hmm. the way of the world. Are your grandparents still around? Yes. Oh, so they've got to be proud that you're turning yeah, yourself to Christ.
2: Definitely. And, oh, yeah.
0: that's awesome. So when did you start going to church, too? So you, you fell in love with Jesus at seven. You're watching the Passion at nine. You're asking mm-hmm. questions of the pastor. Uh, so were you and your mom going to church regularly at we, that time?
1: We went to church regularly. Um, well, the first church I ever went to was a fellowship church. And uh, there was a lot of gossip and a lot of cliquishness. That can happen at any church. And, of course, at any church. Um, But my mom was like, okay, well, we need to go somewhere else. So for a long period, uh, we didn't go to church, but she felt that it was important for my education. So she put me into a Christian private school. Okay. And after that, we went to another fellowship church, and I was active there for a really long time. But there was a point where um, you know, my mom fell away from church, and I didn't really have another way to get to church. Mm. Um, But a couple years ago, I found comfort uh, with Judy and Sid and got introduced with them and started regularly going to the new Antioch Church of Christ. Uh, And then I finally realized, hey, I needed to give myself to the Lord um, after having some traumatic experiences happen. Um and then that led me here today. Wilmington Church, yeah, Christ, to Wilmington Church, where Christ. gossip
0: never happens. I, I,
1: well, hey, it's everywhere. Okay, but it's there's true. a different. Sometimes there, <laughs> gossip happens here. There's a different. Um. There's definitely a, dri- a different uh, spiritual level when you that you feel when you walk into this building.
0: Like you feel the Holy Spirit's presence. You can presence. feel
1: the Holy Spirit dwelling here. You can see it in, in you. You can see it in the elders, the worship team. Uh, the Holy Spirit is absolutely everywhere.
0: In our most recent interviews, the last three, four months, people have said that. People have said, we feel the Holy Spirit here. And they mm-hmm. don't necessarily point at me, but they say... The, we we feel the Holy Spirit. We feel Him moving. We're glad to be here. He is changed—the Holy Spirit, He is changing our life mm-hmm. um, through what the church is doing. So I, I praise God. I just yeah, ask that He keeps doing Seriously. that. Um, not everybody feels the Holy Spirit, but we can definitely see the fruit of the Holy Spirit. You know, we're in the community. Our church is helping people. Our church is giving financial assistance or food or starting to work with more with— the school systems to try to just help and love people. So you can definitely see the fruit of the Spirit here, Mm -hmm. even if you don't feel it, but there's definitely something going on, and I'm really happy with it. So you started coming with um, Judy and Sid Mm -hmm. when they transferred membership here and started coming here. And then, Mike, you came with Dory. Tell me that story again, how you two met. Because I see you all together all the time, and I another mistake, so I made a mistake on your name, Burge, with an E, and two, I made a mistake. I thought you two were already engaged. And then right. you said... Soon to be. Soon to be. Soon to be. So yeah. tell me tell me again how you all met.
1: So I met Michael when I needed my taxes done. Okay. Uh, I was kind of in a rut because TurboTax and all the other companies were wanting a lot of money to do two different W-2s, one out of state and one here in Ohio. So uh, I actually asked him about it before initially making the appointment, he was like, yeah, we can do that. That's fine. Um, I, he was going to pa- actually pass me off to his coworker. He told me because he didn't know if he was actually going to be at the Wilmington location like he thought. But he ended up being there on a Wednesday. Uh, just that I happened made. to be there. Mm.
0: You just happened to be there. I
2: worked three locations,
0: so. and but you found out when she was going to plan to be there and you planned to be
2: there at the same time. Is that what happened? <laughs> we can only hope. Day before, yeah. <laughs> the day before. The day before. It all goes out you now. But, <laughs> though, she planned it the day before, and then I was there because of schedules. But it was. And you hit it off. Yes, yeah. we
1: did. Um, and and then so we, you did we her taxes,
0: and then you took her out on a date. Yeah, is that what happened? Mm-hmm. And where did y'all go first? Air Force Museum. The Air Force Museum. Right
2: pat. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And and it, that's a that's a good date spot. That worked.
1: Yeah, it sure did. And then by the end of it, we went to, we went to dinner. We did go and ended up to dinner. And then he made an excuse that he needed something (laughs) from a store and we went to a five below. It wasn't there. So he was like, okay, well, how about we go to Target? And we were walking into Target and I realized. This man is trying to just keep
0: me oh, on
1: the date. like
0: <laughs> a little making it last a little longer. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I called
1: him out and I said, are you just trying to keep me on this date with you? And he's like, yeah. And, uh, <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. Yeah.
0: So were you going to church at that point? Were you going to church before you met Dory? I was not. Not really? Not, no. But now you've been really consistently coming to church. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like how God brings relationships together to bring a relationship together with Him. Yeah, One of our elders, um, Jeff Swearingen, he tells a similar story. He was not a Christian, not going to church, when he met his wife, Michelle. And she basically said, you're going to have to change and be... A church if we're going to keep dating and you know that was kind now, of my
1: ultimatum i said i'm i'm a date to marry type of lady and i also have to have god in my relationship um and it's it, it's we have a relationship and, and god's above us and that's that's the most important it's mm-hmm. that it's, it's scary
2: three of us. no because like i said like i was thinking that just being a good person and doing right by others was enough but then like dory kind of pointed out that no there's a little couple more rules that like a need couple to more steps, steps i'd say so no, what did rules. you
0: tell him what were the next couple of steps
1: well i feel like i had to break down um, you know all sins a sin that there's okay. not sins mm-hmm. That are worse than others well. uh, I ha- I felt like I had to educate him on that uh, is, and, I, and I was more than willing To do anything To try to educate him Because I really liked him mm-hmm. And for a long time too I prayed You said that
0: in the past tense Yeah
1: Well I really <laughs> liked him then Now I really oh, okay, really okay. really Love like him it. So <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a different feeling When you first like someone And then Versus when you get to know them And, and you start to see them for them and, and you really fall in love And I've never fallen in love before So so oh, I'm wowed. I think a nice way this to say is
0: it. a podcast first. Yes, sorry, sorry. <laughs> podcast first. <laughs> edit Talking that about, out. Edit no, that no. out. <laughs> Falling in love, hearing it first right here mm-hmm. on the podcast that won't be produced for another couple of months. But go ahead. <laughs>
1: so, so when you like, as I felt love for for God, mm-hmm. uh, I've I've felt that since I was a kid, but um, I've had such a hard time experiencing that, even with just regular relationships. And I feel like um, Michael's definitely healed um, some things in me with us becoming together to, so I can express God love. God
0: used Michael. Yes, he used oh. him as
1: a vessel to definitely uh, ex- help me express my love uh, to other people.
0: That's awesome. So what else did she tell you besides, sin, you know, there's no sin. Any sin will send you to hell. So there, and as far as that goes, there's no sin greater than another because any sin means death for us. Well, what else did she tell you that... We had to think about
2: that baptizing. That if you're not really, it's not secured that you will get into the next into the kingdom.
0: Okay, yeah. Sometimes the scripture would indicate that uh, baptism is that benchmark in life that makes us assured that we did meet with Christ. You know, the scripture does say God does something spiritual during baptism. So, uh, a lot of my Christian friends they say baptism is a only a symbol. Of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection. And I say it is a symbol and it's something more. So it is a symbol of Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection, and it's a symbol of your belief that Jesus died and rose again, and it's a picture of Jesus dying and rising again. But Paul says in Romans 6 that when we are baptized, we are put to death with Jesus and raised with Jesus, so, it becomes our own type of death, burial, and resurrection. So, it's a symbol, but also spiritually, we're dying and rising again. And then in Colossians chapter two, Paul writes this He says, Our sins are cut away having been buried in baptism and raised by faith. So, it seems to indicate in Colossians chapter two that God spiritually cuts away your old self in the moment of baptism. So, this leads to all sorts of like conflicts. Um, one question is, like, does baptism save you? Well, Peter says baptism saves you, but not because you wash your body like you take a bath, but because you cleanse your conscience. That's in First Peter. And then um, it's not the water that does it. Like, I can't go and grab somebody and dunk them, and then they just are saved. What happens is your faith that saves you. So if you get into the baptistry and you have no faith, you don't believe, um, you just get wet. It's- yeah, but if you get in the baptistry and you are entrusting yourself to Christ, then God meets you there. And some people uh, feel different coming out of the water, and some people don't. Uh, I know just recently we had a baptism, and the guy came up out of the water. He said, I feel spiritually strong, like I am spiritually Superman right now. He said, not like I can stop a bus, but like I can I can endure anything with Christ. And then some people get baptized, they're like, well, I... I've I've been loving Jesus for a long time, and I feel like I still love Jesus. I don't feel any different. And so it's really not about the feeling, but it is about obedience. It's about trusting what God has said in the Scripture, and it's about entrusting yourself to the way and example of Jesus. You know, Jesus was immersed, so we should probably be immersed. Jesus told us to get immersed, so we should probably definitely do whatever he says. No, and you
1: come up humble. You made that point last week. I'm pretty sure, is not last week or the week before, but about when you you raise out of that water, you come up humble. You realize um, that you are undeserving, um, mm. but God loves you anyway. Yeah, and you know, sin is everywhere, and we are we are unworthy of what Jesus has done for us, and we are unworthy um, to. Be, we're so unworthy, mm. and I'll just put it that. Uh, but even though we are unworthy. I at night I know that I can sleep peacefully because God loves me, Jesus loves me, and I I get to be in America where I have the choice to be able to be a Christian and believe in God.
0: That's true. You know, every nation you have the choice,
1: right? And but in other but, but other places nations, they might they're they're kill, you yeah, <laughs> kill you for it. <laughs> yeah, they might kill you for it. But publicly, I can announce that I'm a Christian, and publicly, I can live that life and try to uh, mm-hmm. get other people to believe and share my testimony. Uh, and not for be put- now, well, yeah, but not be putting to death. Dun, and, dun,
0: dun. Mm-hmm. and
1: that is true. And that is something that I do fear for our nation.
0: When, when did you get baptized?
1: Um, I was baptized in November of 2021.
0: Okay. So you were older than seven and nine when that yes. happened, that mm-hmm. was kind of recently. <laughs> mm-hmm. who, who baptized you? Uh, Judy Clay. Oh, she's, and she is kind of leading you closer to Christ mm-hmm. and led you mm-hmm. here. And then Dorian, Dory was leading you closer to Christ and leading you here and um what made you decide to be baptized because you're getting baptized tomorrow Mm -hmm. (laughs) so what made you decide to be baptized
2: just wanting to learn more about the bible and just wanting to be actually saved and like just to be just secure like with faith and like just to pursue that like i believe jesus christ is the savior yes and like um just all about it like
0: so he is the savior you want him, you want to make him your master too like Lord too like you're gonna mm-hmm. be under his right. guidance yeah. and rule and love and grace mm-hmm. and you're and he's you're the great. one
2: king the king of all kings you're exactly
0: right he is mm-hmm. what a great testimony who who has been teaching you more about Jesus Christ like can you name people that are who's been doing that
2: mm, what do you mean by that like you've
0: been reading the Bible more yourself yeah has anybody been explaining what you've been reading more um, to?
2: I would say Judy and Sid and Dorian. Judy,
0: difference. Sid, and Dorian. And
2: Denise, too. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So we have a disciple Denise program. Denise is Dory's mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, kind of we'll talk about it. We'll go over scriptures. Or, like <laughs> Sorry.
1: Edit that out.
0: <laughs> well, I can do that. Hold on. Watch this. I got a little button over here. Mark.
1: Chugging <laughs> <coughs> on water. Mark
0: right there, too. For some reason, Jacob... He can see like the, it it puts a little flasher in there for him to edit.
2: Mm. Sorry about that. Some pork rinds.
0: (laughs) 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 Okay, so you were saying Judy, Sid, Dorian, Dorian and Denise. And Denise have all been leading you to Christ. Yeah. Closer.
2: And Dorian pointed out too about the Bible that it has a lot of good readings in it and like good like actual like. Things that happen that like we can learn from and like also grow from, and uh, that they kind of just bring us closer, just in general, to like being a better person. And like sure, they and, can, yeah, for sure.
0: Yeah, it's one comprehensive story that leads us to Christ, mm-hmm. and in while we're reading it, the Holy Spirit will use that tool to transform us, transform our character. So, yes, we do become better people. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean we never sin again. It doesn't yeah. mean we never mess up. It doesn't mean we don't act selfishly sometimes. It gives
2: you, like, also, like, ways to live off of and gives you, like, repetition of, like, good things. And so you kind of remember, like, yes. just, like, reasons why or reasons of what you're doing and, like, gives you, like, that goal. I really like that yeah, about it. Yeah,
0: definitely. Well, that's awesome. So you're getting baptized tomorrow. What, what made you decide, I need to do this?
2: I'm just... Just getting older, I guess, and like (laughs) it's time. Yeah, that like I just really want to further my faith, and I feel like it'll help out, like make me want to push for it more.
0: Well, it's it's definitely a benchmark where we can say, I know that day I committed my life to Christ, because there will be other days in in your future where you'll be like, I don't, I don't really feel, I don't really feel it today, but Mm -hmm. you have that moment
2: that moment that you, can you know bring that it back cruise. on and yeah that you
0: have um so we teach at our church that if somebody leads you to Christ they should also baptize you have you decided who's going to baptize you
2: yeah who's yeah. going to baptize you uh, dorian
0: <laughs> that's <is> so cool <laughs> because she's the one that's been most influential
2: right yeah oh i think that
0: that's group. beautiful mm-hmm.
1: I, it's I, an honor it really, I mean, it really is, is. It, it really is an honor
0: yeah if he had asked me i would have been honored and if he's asking you i'm still celebrating And I'm not offended. I'm not like saying, oh, it should have been me. No, I'm I'm glad. This is really cool. Mm -hmm. And what we are looking for here at our church and we're trying to make happen and promote and celebrate is when we have spiritual grandparents. And so what that means is somebody leads somebody to Jesus and that person leads somebody else to Jesus. And so if Judy was leading you to Jesus and now you're (laughs) leading Michael to Jesus, that makes Judy Michael's spiritual grandparent. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, makes your girlfriend your spiritual parent which i don't know how that works but uh, maybe (laughs) it won't be weird and then um and now it's your turn you're gonna have to lead somebody to jesus and then judy Mm -hmm. can be a spiritual great-grandparent that's what we're that's what we're searching for see
1: if you would have told me um when i was going to become baptized that i would lead somebody else to christ i would have been like really like how you know, how would uh, that happen?
0: We need to be telling people that.
1: Right. and Your job
0: after it, you come to Christ is to bring somebody yep. else to Christ. Discipleship. Right. Yes. Yep. Yeah, exactly.
1: it's the discipleship. It's the chain. And, and that's why I think that both of us want to be here is because we, one – we ha- we like that goal. We want to be a part of that goal um, of making an impact and making a domino effect mm-hmm. uh, that's worth meaning. Mm-hmm. It, definitely. And that's, that's, that's why it's an honor to be able to uh, lead somebody else to Christ. But it makes me want to lead more people to Christ as mm-hmm. well.
2: Awesome. Definitely, yeah. I talk to people about it, try to spread them about Jesus and just like all the good things that like, you know, it's just – it's free and like you know you just need to be a worship and be like praise jesus and like just it's going to help you out i feel like it's something to guide you in these times of you know stress and everything going yeah on.
0: stress and fear jesus can definitely be our guide for mm-hmm. you are right on oh well i really appreciate both of you sharing with me and sharing your stories um what What else would you want somebody to know like if they were just catching the very end of this and they're like i'm just going to listen for just 30 seconds what would you want to tell somebody about either um, our church or your relationship with jesus or something you learned about god that just blew your mind what would it be you would want somebody to know Uh,
2: i would say that god loves you and that like love each other like god loves you
0: like Yeah, that's scripture, man. Yeah. (laughs) Love people like God loves you. That's right on.
2: Mm -hmm. I think that's really big. Like I see it in people's eyes and their smile and stuff and their gestures when you give them that just compassion and just just being friendly with them. And like I feel like that's just a good way to go.
0: That and that is what our sermon's about tomorrow, Romans chapter twelve, where it talks all about the the actions Christians take to reveal the love of God to other people. And love people, be at Mm -hmm. peace um, serve one another. That's all in there. Exactly what you just said. Love people like God loves us. That's perfect. What would, what would you want to share with somebody?
1: I'd want to share that your salvation, if you want to become uh, a part of Jesus's salvation is, it's free that Jesus bought us at the most ultimate price and it's free to be a part of him. And it's so, it's so free to, to believe in him and to feel that ultimate love, that grace. Um, and when you become a believer and you feel the Holy Spirit in you and dwell on you and you will look back in your life, there's no other gift that can be even comparable to that. And it's unfathomable and it's amazing to be, um, to be a child of God. And and we all are children of God. He's just waiting for you to claim it. Mm. So that's what I would share. He died for everyone. Exactly. He's just
0: waiting. Yeah. That's good. Well, thank you, Michael Burge, Dorian Hand. You heard it here first. They're soon to be engaged. I don't know how, what <laughs> soon, you know, Jesus said he'd come back soon. It's been 2,000 years. So we hope that it's sooner than that. But I really appreciate you sharing your story, your time, and your words of wisdom from Scripture with me and with whoever else gets to see this and, or listen to this. So thank you very much. Appreciate your time. There, yeah, thank you, Dale. Well, I appreciate it. My that. pleasure.